0: huge hello to my sleuthing family. For those of you just joining the Cozy Mystery Book Club, I'm your hostess and creator, Angela Maria Hart. I am so happy that you are taking time out of your day to celebrate Cozy Mysteries with me and the rest of my sleuthing family. Today's podcast originally aired on February 23rd, 2021 over on YouTube. Myself and Brie Hill, aka at Falling For Romance, falling four as in the number four romance brie is very well known in the romance community but she is also a fan of cozy mysteries myself and brie discuss crime and punctuation book one of the deadly edits mystery series by caitlin dunnett to listen to this previous book club discussion please continue listening and enjoy today's podcast episode so cute i don't think i've ever seen it say showtime before (laughs) here's max oh my god our little dog yes my little the little fur baby so we have Pushin, who's the official mascot but i feel like he's the unofficial mascot mascot (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah 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 this will go through
0: (laughs) awesome oh my gosh every single time there's always that like is this technology gonna work for us please (laughs) <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, everyone's coming in, I just want to welcome my guest host, Bree. If you guys don't know. She is totally amazing. She is falling for romance. And it's for like the number, not spelling it out on Instagram. She has her own blog. I mean, you have just exploded in romance landia. This woman is incredible. And so if you're not already following her, please do. She is so sweet and so uplifting. And if you go see her Instagram post, the aesthetic is just mind blowing. So talented, sweet, all the books. So shout out to my host tonight. I just want to give her like all the love and shout outs. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know I'm such
1: a fan of everything that you do. I basically started reading cozy mysteries because of you, protagonist, and Nicole.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. I remember I saw on again. It was on your Instagram. I forget if it was your stories or an actual photo, but it was the Julia Buckley book. And I remember we had talked about it like. Forever ago, it was one of like the first books when the club first started, and I saw you mention it. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's stuck! Yeah. <laughs> oh, the writer's apprentice series. It's so yep. fun. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I was like, well, everyone's joining. I've, I'm also holding a treat that is like destroyed. The little fur babies right here. So hopefully, he'll be quiet for us when we discuss our book of the month, "Crime and Punctuation." And I swear, my phone with autocorrect does not like the title every single time. It's like. Crime and punishment, and the fact that it has like the (laughs) symbol. So I had the best time designing our images for this month for the thumbnail. And then I kind of, you know, took the thumbnail and was like, okay, for Twitter, I'm going to make this because you're, you're, she has this shirt and it's adorable. It's a Roman shirt. And you have a couple of kind of similar ones with different colors. They match the book cover. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> I had the best time designing the images. I was like, oh, I can just put her right there and then I can use this image. It was so cute. <laughs>
1: I'm always so jealous of like everybody that's so good with like making like images and stuff I'm like how do you do it I have no idea what I'm doing
0: (laughs) I don't even know I just sort of I just oh my gosh we have so many people already joining us hi everybody this is so cool I love how there's always that little delay with technology. I'm like, oh my gosh, all the people. Yes, I see Ellen Byron. She is offering. So I, I'm i going to be announcing the Twitter giveaway winner, she is giving away three books this month. As yeah. the dog is growling and you're just like, three books, great. So her latest is Long Island Iced Tina, which is one <laughs> of the best ones ever. <laughs> so already there's been one winner over on Instagram. And then the Twitter one is going to be announced probably tomorrow morning, because today I've been kind of preparing for the live stream. So and then after tonight, one of the comments, every single comment counts as a giveaway entry. I'm going to gather all the entries and randomly select winner and a third person's going to win a copy of her latest book, which came out today. So happy book birthday. Happy (laughs) book
1: birthday. Oh, that's so exciting. Who picked this one? How did you pick crime and punctuation?
0: So I was so excited that this book won because it had kind of been on the radar for the longest time. And so what ended up happening is we had four books (laughs) that had come in second or tied for first. And so, so far, this is the second book of the four. So we also have our books planned for March, which is Murder in G Major, and then April, which is Color Me and Murder. And so after that, we're going to have to start doing polls again, having people submit their recommendations. And that was actually one of my notes tonight for people to start thinking about what they might want to recommend. But yeah, this was one of those books that had been kind of on the periphery. And so when we did this, it was supposed to be the second chance poll when we did the vote off. (laughs) The second, they were within like single percentages of each other. So clearly the book club members really wanted to read all four of the books. So that's exactly what we're doing. That's awesome. I am so excited to have that be the case and that everyone was on board with that because I also think it's been kind of really nice to have the books in advance in a way this way people could kind of prepare, figure out their reading schedule, you know, figure out if their library had it. I mean, that's, there's always behind the scenes stuff that I do, making sure books are available, you know, different platforms, there are different variations, because if someone, you know, can't physically read, you know, they can still do audio and listen to it. So I always try and do the back end stuff beforehand. So it was very easy to get that all done preemptively before, you know, it became time for the book to be The book of the month. So I'm hoping we can maybe do something like choose the next two books out maybe so we can do a couple months at a time. I love just the fact that
1: you're like, like selecting books that were options and didn't get picked you know because like sometimes you'll see like they didn't get picked and like they never show up again and it's like but what if this is a new favorite book like let's give it a chance
0: (laughs) i mean i was really rooting for murder in g major i can't even begin to tell you how many different book club members had recommended it for different polls and so i myself i try and remain you know neutral and like whatever book club members want they will get and so inside i'm like oh it's so close to winning <laughs> so i'm excited for next month too this one had been on the T- like the tbr for the longest time i saw the author at malice domestic was it two years ago and she was on the panel talking about grammar and i just remember thinking like oh this is this lady knows what she's talking about and in yeah. case you so into grammar i wanted to read the book <laughs> I mean I'm excited for to hear what everyone thinks of it cuz I think that there's a lot to unpack with this book. So what did you think? Did you enjoy Crown punctuation? I did. I really did. I mean, I feel like I very rarely don't like
1: a cozy mystery. I don't think I've read any that like I I just was like oh this was bad. My favorite thing was that I really loved Mickey. I loved that she's 68. Yep. And we get reminded that she's older, just like her, she like talks about taking her hearing aid out or needing to put it in. And when her husband passes away, like needing to, you know, wanting to move so she can take it easy, you know, like this next phase of life, but it just felt so natural. Like it wasn't overdone, but we are reminded that she's older, but like it wasn't overdone. And I loved that. I loved it. (laughs)
0: The dog, he's like going behind my chair. I don't know if you can see the little tail that just happened. So hopefully he finished his treat. So hopefully he'll still be quiet for us and won't be barking. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, so I become a huge fan of the Agatha Raisin TV series. And the show differs from the books where in in the TV show, she's probably in her 40s. But in the books, she's in her 60s. And it's very kind of rare almost now to have a full on senior sleuth. And I like the way it's handled. I thought it was really, I love the best friend. I love, what's her name, Doreen? I mean, it was so relatable and realistic to say, you know, we've aged probably a little bit more gracefully than some of our other counterparts from school. And so, again, you can kind of tell the author gave this a lot of thought to have those details. I completely agree with you. That's why I'm like nodding along, like, yep. (laughs) I felt like a bobblehead, like everything you're saying. (laughs) There was like the scene where... I think
1: was somebody in like a wheelchair or a walker, a
0: and then somebody <laughs> was and She's like, "We're gonna race next time." <laughs> I love that one. After the service for our murdered victim, she's at the front of—I don't—I forget if it was the church, but the congregation. She's at the front, and she finds an opening, and she goes four, and she just goes it into the crowd. <laughs> I lost it. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that I just read that." That was
1: that was epic. It was so fun. That's when I was like, "Oh, this lady is good." Like, it feels so natural because I I love old ladies. I think that they are so much fun and so hilarious. And I was like, "She's like handling this perfectly." <laughs> I just think they're so have so much sass and they're so comfortable in their own skin. And it just showed. Like that scene was perfect for me. <laughs>
0: I think that it's also really great, too, because I think sometimes not always in Cozy Mysteries, but I think I think sometimes when it comes to just writing in general, after a certain age, you know, they'll just sort of write those characters off or make them one dimensional or, you know, they're like, oh, they need help to get around or something. So I like the fact that she treated. These characters who are older with respect, and like there was wow. that dignity. And yes, we're still capable, we can solve this mystery. And then, even you know, Doreen, who wasn't always physically capable because of her arthritis, was like, Yeah, I got this, let's go on this race. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still want to know about the husband, like always oh, golfing. Like, that is a side question. Yeah. I'm like, Was he really golfing? But she was hysterical. I want her to have her own spin off series. I I know. Would <laughs> See the doors that they open with cozy mystery series. It's like, so is Darlene gonna get a book? Or... <laughs> I mean, I also like Anne. This is totally jumping ahead, but the murder victim, Tiffany, her grandmother has a maid, and I love how I'm trying to describe this like the interconnected web of these people. <laughs> and so Anne is this. She was she was in school with our heroine uh, Mickey, and so she was kind of bully, but she is just you know picking herself up. She had an abusive relationship. She's working for Ronnie, the grandmother, and like she is the sweetest, most adorable character. I'm like, can you get a spinoff too? No.
1: <laughs> no. It's
0: like, we're just gonna keep requesting you to write more books, even if it's not the main character.
1: And um, like another thing I liked with Mickey is like, you know, she's 68, her husband has passed. And I just think as women, like, it's never too you never know when you might have to start your life over. You know, I was like 68 by that time, you would think somebody's like comfortable and like they're ready to, you know, but like, no, she's starting over. And then the fact that she moves into her childhood home, I was like, sometimes you got to move home to start all over again. And she literally like goes back to her childhood home. I was like,
0: I love this. I thought it was so funny to see. I kept having, I I love murder. She wrote. So I was having these flashbacks of murder. She wrote with Jessica Fletcher with the husband passing away. And we don't actually find out at least I couldn't remember. I I went through the story again to try and find it, how he passed away. That was one of the things with murder. She wrote, we never learned how Frank passed away. And so I kind of saw the juxtaposition and, you know, both characters, Jessica Fletcher, not having children, Mickey, not having children. And then I made a note because I, again, you can tell I've seen every episode of Murder, She Wrote one too many times. (laughs) One of the file names for our murder victim, Tiffany, she had a thumb drive. And one of the file names is the corpse in the gray suit. Well, the corpse danced at midnight is one of Jessica Fletcher's like main titles. And so I'm going, is this a reference? I'm like, I need need answers here. i don't know if anyone else caught that but i saw that title and again me and jessica it's a thing i have my little funko pop over there somewhere so i was just i noticed that and i was like i gotta highlight this i'm curious if anyone else is catching you know the the two characters and the similarities i was loving i
1: have to confess like i just got into watching watching mysteries and i've been hooked but a lot of stuff is like already like smack dab in the middle of the series and i'm Mm. like struggling with trying to find them, but they are so addicting to watch.
0: <laughs> I've got to ask, which ones are you, which ones are you starting with? <laughs> well, you know, I'm a Hallmark girl. so I've been Oh yeah, watching- high five. This
1: is my yeah. <laughs> So like, I've been watching Picture Perfect Mysteries with Alexa and Carlos Vega, mm-hmm. but they only have like three episodes out and now she's pregnant in real life. So I'm like, who knows when I'm going to get another series. I love that. And I love Martha Vineyard's mystery. Yep that what is, is his name jesse metcalf there yeah. i love it it's like aesthetically beautiful to watch it's so good
0: i mean those are definitely newer ones too and i think that also points to you know mysteries are still being made people still want them yeah. i mean i was so sad when murder she baked ended i mean there's still more books being published but hallmark ended the movie you yeah. know their series and i'm going oh so sad but then they brought alice and sweeney back as a podcaster for another yeah, kind of
1: podcaster one have you been watching that one because they had a marathon this weekend and i was like should i start watching this since my <laughs> other shows like are on hiatus i
0: guess i mean it's one of those i feel as if i just get sucked in with these hallmark movie mysteries whatever they do their McBride ones i kind of got to be like okay I, I can't if i start this this is my weekend <laughs> <I'm just
2: kidding.
0: laughs> so okay what did you think
1: about Mickey as like a freelance editor? I loved that part of this book.
0: <laughs> I had questions about this because part of me, like, I love that this was her job, but I was also kind of wondering what her. I mean, we lo- we know she's a language arts teacher for seventh and eighth graders, and she's totally into grammar. But I was kind of wondering it, what else her experience was in regards to editing books Uh that was one of my kind of questions because again romance high five she was editing for her romance friend and (laughs) i'm I'm kind of going wait a second like where did the where did this literary i mean you can tell the author knows exactly yeah. what she's talking about. Like she's been through this process. She knows the line edits, like developmental, like she knew her stuff. I just thought it was interesting. Like, hmm, how did you land on this as your job? I kind of yeah. wanted a little bit more information. Like, did she do a certificate program? Like, how did she decide this? Yeah. And it, it, she
1: kept talking about like reference material. So I was like, maybe she just kind of taught herself. Like I went to school for like English or whatever. And did love that, like, she kept talking about, like, having books and, like, reference material, but I think there's, like, something about cozy mysteries with writers that I'm, like, maybe this is a catnip of
0: mine. <laughs> well, yeah, you, again, the Julia Beckley series, again, yeah. she's a writer. I mean, I thought it was so interesting, though, that she herself didn't necessarily want to be a writer, but she loved reading other people's works, and it was so cute when she was reading the short story, and then, I think it was an article about gardening or something. So she was editing like across the board. (laughs) Maybe like the next, again, like I I think there are only three books in the series at the moment, but maybe somewhere down the line, she's editing for, you know, someone who's doing journalism, someone else is doing this book. Like that opens a whole different, you know, universe for different doors to open with, you know, future books. And
1: I love how, yeah, like, I love how like the book that she's editing, I mean, I'm assuming we'll see this with the series as it continues, but like, Mm it kind of ties in like it makes me think of what's the librarian series by ellery adams where like
0: oh yeah i have that somewhere over
1: there (laughs) the book retreat series i think and like each book is like a theme like everybody comes to the hotel that they all Mm -hmm. like agatha christie and then you know the murder happens and it's kind of it's like i love when like it's bookish themed and then the murder happens and like the murder kind of ties into the bookish theme. I'm like, yeah. if that's a summary, I'm going to buy the book.
0: <laughs> I mean, whenever they can kind of do that foreshadowing or that juxtaposition of we're reading this book and then the murder has those similarities where you're like, oh, wait a second. The the victim was killed this way and that was exactly how it was in this play that we just saw. Like, yeah that blows my mind because that is such good writing when you can bring it back around like that and I mean for her with this one I love that her skill set played into the book but it also played into the mystery and that was how she was like wait a second there's no comma there and then there's a comma she knows her her stuff so if there's no comma there that was deliberate and so like I like how that played into the actual kind of clue (laughs)
1: yeah yeah I mean it was almost like she was sleuthing
0: before she realized she was sleuthing. <laughs> I know, I was kind of writing that down because my biggest pet peeve is when you have the sleuthers who are just sort of like, I'm going to be nosy looking over the corner. And so like, I started making notes about when she was actively sleuthing versus when she kind of stumbled upon the clues. <laughs> I mean, but even when she stumbled upon the clues, she was like, oh, I'm going to go underneath this fence and go looking for things, like just to go take, you know, shots of the nature scenes. And then she meets the guards. So like she... I mean, my favorite, this woman, I love this. I love the scene. I love this part in the book where <laughs> she goes in for a job interview at the corporation that might be the evil corporation in town. And she's just like, yeah, I'm just going to walk in here and interview. <laughs> Naturally, like, of course, you're going to go interview with like the bad guy. <laughs> and, and she can tell
1: that the lady's like, you're not going to get this job.
0: <laughs> the lady was like, we want someone who's going to be here 10 years out. And she's like, I don't plan on dying. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like oh my gosh like that lady like that was that was a terrible interview but like not because of mickey because the lady of again evil corporation yeah. that
1: was like i was thinking that like as i was reading it i was like okay usually when i start a new series it takes a little bit for me to get used to like the very actively nosy sleuth yep. and i did not feel like that with mickey like she had the the manuscript, the girl mm-hmm. passed away. She didn't even know she had like the, the thumb drive or whatever it was. And then once she realizes she has like, it was just really casual, like how she started
0: sleuthing. And I was like, I really like this. <laughs> it felt like, <laughs> like laid backness. I mean, I was so invested. I was writing down like, why are they asking her about, in my notes, I kept saying like, why are they asking her if this woman gave her additional material? Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of wondering if Tiffany made a note somewhere going, you know, I left this information with someone or whatever. So I thought it was so cute that she was able to truthfully say, no, she didn't leave me anything. Oh, she didn't leave me anything. And then all of a sudden she went, hey, wait a second. I still have that envelope. And then she found this gigantic clue, like with the red flag, like here I am. (laughs) I was like,
1: Did she know that like somebody possibly is out to kill her and like, let me give this to this book editor who is going to go line by line. And maybe it just felt like really intentional. And I'm like hoping like Tiffany Beyond the Grave is like... Thank you for solving it. I knew this was coming.
0: <laughs> I mean, my one little thing for Tiffany is I felt so badly like this is, might be a little spoiler alerty at the end, but so Mickey has very clear cut thoughts about this book. So she thinks the first, like the first three chapters are really great. And she could tell that, you know, Tiffany rewrote them multiple times, but then the rest of the book had, you know, a lot of issues. It wasn't necessarily, you know, best narrative structure and all those other things sort of pop up. And I kind of, part of me wish that, she not ghost right I think she should do like co-author or or figure out some sort of credit with the name I would love for Tiffany to actually get that book published you know as a sort of last like this is what I really wanted to do you know just sort of in 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 memory of her I felt really I just really wish that Mickey had said yeah you know I'll do the co-author or I'll do it in dedication to her or something I thought that would have been so great that was my one little like set hiccup there at the end
1: yeah It's like, it was a mystery within a mystery and that just made it so fun. It was like mystery upon mystery
0: upon mystery in this book. Well, even just random things with the friend Doreen there. You know that she's kind of being with more withdrawn. You're going, what's going on with Doreen? Like, what's happening over there? Like, there are other characters where you're just kind of wondering, like, what's the, what's what's their story? <laughs> As I'm, like, looking down, like, even Ronnie and her backstory, like, I needed, I just kept waiting to hear more information. Like, it wasn't a mystery. I was just sort of, like, on the edge of my seat. Like, what else happened between you two? <laughs> I just felt like I was a little nosy with that one. <laughs> I have, like...
1: I guess one thing that I've learned with Cozy Mysteries is like, they do a really good job of like, really making you think this is the person. (laughs) Then I'm always wrong.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of curious people in the comment section too, like, who did you think was the killer? I mean, so Tiffany, she came across as very innocent. It wasn't until probably about 75% in you find out, oh, she wasn't necessarily, you know, 100% the angel that she appeared. But they definitely played with like, the husband being abusive, then the husband's goon. Yeah. I mean, that guy got, like, right up in Mickey's face. <laughs> that guy, like, I didn't think he was the killer. I mean, I definitely thought, like, Red Herring, but, like, he could have killed somebody if it wasn't Tiffany. Like, he was totally capable of killing.
1: <laughs> and then how that you know, the the characters in her and Tiffany's book mm-hmm. kind of were duplicated off of her husband and the guy. So I was like, oh, it's got to be the husband. But,
0: you know, and then at the yeah. end, I was
1: like, he's too easy. It would have been too easy for it to be him. <laughs>
0: No, I mean, that was one of my big things with one of the other books that I've read recently. It was A Cozy Mystery. And when it was The Husband... Yeah, it was The Husband. I was like, oh, I was like... I was like, you went right back around in a circle to where we started. (laughs) I was like, how dare you do that to me? Because I like playing the game. And so this one I kind of figured out because I think there were like little details along the way with when it came to our killer that were kind of sketchy. Just even the fact that like... I mean, can we... Should I do the reveal and say who the killer was? Do we... Okay, so we ha- we find out the killer is Mike. And so I kind of, from the get-go, had, like, my radar up about this guy for, like, a s- couple stupid reasons because he broke up with Mickey when they were in high school. And I was like, oh, but he broke up with our hero and, like, he's got to be a bad guy <laughs> like he dumped her in high school for the for her arch nemesis so like right away I was like oh I have questions about you (laughs) I was like already I was like wait a second you broke up with her for the one that she you know the the enemy there right away I was like I got my eye on you buddy (laughs) yeah Elle said Mike
1: Uh, somebody said Mike all the way yeah Leah she said Mike all the way his reaction to the flash drive sealed the deal
0: so I started writing down like random things because I went back to the beginning after I finished the book. And so like even stupid things where he shows the restaurant right across the street from the police station and yeah. he makes note of that being odd. I'm going, well, maybe he literally just wanted to see what they were doing to keep an eye out and have a reason to be there. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe he was spying. So like I kind of went back and looked at the scenes with him with a different lens, and I'm going, Yeah. I mean, because even when when Mickey said that Tiffany didn't seem like the type to commit suicide, like she just shot that theory down. And he was like, why do you say that? Well, you know, he was really like, why are you going up against that theory? (laughs) He needed that to be true. (laughs) He was
1: acting weird. He was acting weird. But then it just also like all signs pointed to the husband, too. So she did a really good job of like, you don't know who it could have been. I really thought it was the husband, but then when I finished, I was like, you know what, Mike was acting a little weird,
0: (laughs) but I just thought it was the husband. (laughs) I mean, I would have been heartbroken if it was the grandmother. Like, I understand they were arch enemies in high school, but I mean, that would have been, you know, a little much for me. Grandma was definitely acting a little sketchy, too. I mean... I got to admit, like, even if you don't like the person you went to high school with, I mean, everybody has that one person. Where you're like, oh, you, uh, you ban my existence. Like, everyone has that person they went to high school with. I, I'm, I'm being honest. Like, I, I'm like, I'm not naming names, but like, I had a couple of people like that where I'm like, oh, you're such a mean girl. Yeah. And so, like, but if it was the granddaughter and this person gives you, she gives her the thumb drive with yes. all the research and her book. And Ronnie throws the thumb drive away. I'm like, I don't care who gives me that thumb drive. Like, I am keeping that sucker. Like, that is now my property. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe she threw it away without looking at the book that her granddaughter wrote. I was going, oh, Ronnie, Ronnie. Yeah. And it, it even made it even more sad because like, I think when she first
1: met with Tiffany, she said like, nobody knew she was writing the book. And it's yeah. like, because she wasn't, she didn't feel supportive, you know? And like mm-hmm. when we get that scene later on, it's like, okay, now I know I, she wouldn't want to talk about it to anybody.
0: I mean, that was actually one of my questions because we find out that Tiffany is blackmailing Mike. So that was the whole, we realized she's not as innocent as she appears a oh couple my. of times Officer Bloom, this poor thing, like she's an officer, but for some reason I felt badly for her. I mean, there's no reason why. I don't know if it's just because she kept getting like all the short end jobs where it's like, hey, there's there's this sort of thing. Go see if that's actually true or not. But she mentions that Tiffany was a spoiled brat. And you're going, okay, but like, can you give me an example? (laughs) Like what more information? Like you hear a couple of things, but there's not really any concrete evidence of that. So I mean, I didn't brush off Officer Bloom, but I kind of wanted her to elaborate, which she didn't. So it wasn't until we find out she's actually doing that where you're like, oh, wait a second. She's not as, you know, pristine as maybe you're supposed to imagine she is. Yeah. Straight up blackmail doc on her computer. (laughs) 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 She labeled the file blackmail. (laughs) Like that was great. I I I, felt like when we
1: got more about Tiffany. I mean, it just sucks because you get it like after she's gone.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: that's when I was like, OK, maybe I'm thinking like it's somebody and it's like not this person. <laughs> like it it felt like that was strategically done to like throw me off. And that's when I was like, OK, maybe it's not the husband. Like maybe I need to rethink this a little bit.
0: I mean, I was kind of wondering because when we find out that she's doing the blackmail, part of me was wondering if she wanted to blackmail so that she could hire an editor for her book so that she can go off and live her dream or something. I kind of <laughs> wanted to like a couple follow-up sentences about it because she's obviously blackmailed wrong. Like I'm not giving her a free pass on that, but I kind of felt like there was more to her doing the blackmail, like the husband controlling her money, her finances, who she's talking to, what her options are. I was just kind of curious. Yes, she's blackmailing, but like what the next step for her kind of plan was. Because obviously... Yeah when she's talking to Mickey at the very beginning of the book, she's like, oh, money's no option. And like, she just totally brushes that off. So I was kind of wondering if the blackmail money played into that in a way like, oh, maybe she's trying to like live her dream and move beyond this situation. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying blackmail. I'm not allowing that. I'm just saying like, maybe she was trying to do more with it than just escape the husband. I feel like there was more to that story. Like I wanted her to have her own little I don't know what what I wanted (laughs) in the mystery. She needed to have a chapter from her point of view or something. Like we need to find her journal to have her explain herself or something. Like I I was really intrigued. Like I wanted more information about Tiffany, which is nice. Like you want, if you want more information, that means the author has you wanting more. They're doing something right.
1: (laughs) What did you think about like, just how easy they said it was a suicide?
0: That was one of the things when I kind of went back to kind of skim through with Mike being like, why don't you believe it's a suicide? I mean, that was really sad that the grandmother and the husband both thought suicide was a legitimate possibility. Like that was a travesty. My like, your heart goes out to this fictional character. Like, I know you just blackmailed someone, but I feel bad for you, Tiffany. And then the, even the
1: police. And I, I was like, okay, I know that these people have money. So are are the police just like, well, they're saying it's suicide and they could they would believe she would do this. So we're not gonna investigate. I was like... If Mickey wouldn't have started investigating, then it would have just been that.
0: So what did you think about, I was going to say, this is my other murder wrote. note, Detective Hazlitt, because <laughs> it's Dr. Hazlitt in, in uh, Cabot Cove. Detective Hazlitt, like, what did you, what did you think of him then? Because you're talking about the police element. You know what? Usually I don't
1: like the police in the book.
0: <laughs> just because we're on the sleuth side and like
1: the sleuths getting on their nerves. But he wasn't, I felt like I didn't see like see him that much for him to like bother me like they typically do but i do feel like mickey did a lot of work for him (laughs) i I was
0: gonna say without her he wouldn't have had i mean he had the story but without her he wouldn't have had the other additional documents the research the blackmail
1: file yeah i mean her just being like okay if she she's like why would
0: my card be was her card dry? Like she had her business card. Yeah. It was dry, right? It looked like it had been through the wash and so she's going like, was this on her person? Like if she's yeah. going to be going swimming, like she's not going to have a business card in her swimsuit. Uh, right. I was like, yes,
1: I was like, did a lot of work. I mean, he tried to like dismiss her and stuff like that, which I think is typical. But I like that he wasn't on the page as much. <laughs> Typically I mean, (laughs) you know, like later on.
0: I thought it was great when she's like, you have to call Detective Hazlitt when her house got broken into and the other cops show up. She's like, I don't want you. I want him. She's like, placing a request. I'm like, can she do that with the police? Like, can you request to investigate? I
1: I loved when she decided, like, I'm going to give him the hard drive, but not right now. (laughs) I was like, at least she's going to do it, you know, now that she found it. It felt like it felt so intentional. Like you have the heart. They're asking you if you have anything extra and you're like, no. And she wasn't lying. She didn't think she did. And then she finds it. And I was like, did this girl like leave this with her on purpose? Like, let me get somebody neutral involved. Cause I feel like something's going to happen.
0: That's why I wanted like a journal entry or something, because I was so curious about that, because, again, I thought it was really you could tell this writer like knew her stuff. She was talking about like how the manuscript is supposed to be formatted. And she mentions a couple of times how she thinks Tiffany's is naive when it comes to the writing industry about agents who want reading fees for their works and stuff. And so maybe we we're supposed to think she was naive to include her research. But yeah to have the thumb drive in there, I, I felt as if she had a reason to have it in there. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was just her being like, you know, I'm a type A personality, have all my documents while you edit. I mean, I didn't really get that vibe from it because again, she had a full, <laughs> she had the folder with blackmail on it. Like why else that wasn't in the story? There was no blackmail in her book. So clearly for her to have that in, the... <laughs> I love that. I love that it was named black. Like that's why when I saw that comment, I was like, I just, <laughs> My mind was blown with that. I'm like, you just literally labeled your blackmail blackmail.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Call it what it is, right? <laughs> like you couldn't even do like, like just a capital B and an M or something, or like, you know, VM, like maybe even the guy's initials or something. Like it was just. Which is blackmail. She literally wrote it out for you. I mean, but to have that on the thumb drive and have it not be password protected, I think that like, I'm with you on that. Like there might've been a sort of like, my husband is dangerous. Here we go. <laughs> like just a little something. I feel like something is going to happen. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay.
1: Alicia said she doesn't mind the sleuth doing investigations, but they usually portray the police as naive and unable to solve the crimes without them. That is true. I do feel like she was brushed off a lot. I was glad in this one, the police were off the page, so to speak. Yeah, I like that. Cause that's like one thing that makes them really intense for me is I'm like, okay, you're kind of overstepping your boundaries. Like let law enforcement do their thing, but there's stuff that like, they're not gonna catch, you know? like So I just like that we got to see Mickey very
0: kind of casually <laughs> find <laughs> That was why I was looking down at the notes because the security guard who tells her she's trespassing and gives her a rough time. He tries to run her down or at least in the very least scare her into thinking that she's about to be killed. So this guy, he he apparently goes off the main road into the grass so you can see the tracks, but it's a he said, she said situation. I'm going, but but there are tracks there. Like (laughs) And then there's also a semi witness where this lady finds her on the ground, you know, flustered and everything else. But like the cops don't actually do anything to the security guard. He kind of just gets up for free, like with a warning. So I'm not really giving her her town cops, you know, any gold badge, like you know, gold stars like, oh, great job. Like, I'm not doing that right now.
1: (laughs) I think what's so cool is like, I guess kind of like her editing job is just like the book is a mystery itself. And then you're seeing her like, kind of break down the elements of like, what's going to make the mystery sell. I just, I loved it. I need to know like, what's the next book and that she's going to be editing? Like, if- is it a romance novel? Is it going to be another mystery?
0: <laughs> well, I saw the reference to, I, I keep wanting to call him Dr. Hazlitt because I'm like murder, but detective Hazlitt when they, when she ever said, Oh, if I, if this was a romance novel, I would, I would be blushing as the heroine. I'm going, ah. I was like, I, my, my host is my guest, hostess, Lamont, she's going to like that reference <laughs> I'm yeah. put The romance reference in there. For some reason, I love that. I was like, Oh, cute. Cause she mentions he even has like a little dimple chin. <laughs> I forgot like what is she she mentions the
1: genres that she mostly like reads or edit and it wasn't romance but she does have the friend who writes romance yeah. so I'm like I just want to see like the rest as the series progresses like what she finds herself editing well
0: because I, re- I made a note so there are three books in the series and I totally felt as if it, it comes back around so the third book do you, do you want me to tell you who the, who the murder victim is for the third book? Cause it's yeah. in the, it's literally in the book blurb. Like it's right on the back. Like when I went to Goodreads, it's the first, it's, it's the first sentence. You're not, this isn't a spoiler. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> so the husband, Tiffany's husband is the victim in book three. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, Tiffany's book is still relevant. Like, I'm like, oh, can we find gosh. out if it's published? Can you find out if someone ghost writes it? And I'm like, now I actually want to go read book, you know, two and three to find out what happens to Tiffany's book. <laughs> Cause I'm like, if her husband is still in the series, Tiffany by, you know, by being joy with them, is still in reference. Yeah. So I'm like, I think we I kind of want to- more Tiffany answers. That's what I'm hoping. I'm like, can we find out what happens? Mm-hmm. Just for her memory, like, please publish her book. Like, just I'm just rooting for her. We want more Tiffany. <laughs> like, I know she wasn't perfect, but like our heroine wasn't perfect either. I got to admit, like, I was very surprised when the author kind of included her teenage- backstory i mean she was a peeping tom when she was a kid and she was a kind of a bully to this to Anne, who was right. the maid i mean she sent her on a snipe hunt which is yeah i mean I, I saw that on cheers they did that for fraser i mean you send someone on this you know quest to go find an animal that does not exist shock like usually
1: like, if it's our like, main character they were the nice girl or they were the one that got picked on i was
0: like okay mickey you were a <laughs> girl i was kind of all of a sudden like wait a second, did I just read what I thought I read? Yeah, that was interesting.
1: I mean, <laughs> but you know, if, yeah. you think of that movie, Hope Floats, where like Sandra Bullock returns home and like she realizes like, I was not really that nice to people <laughs> when I was a teenager.
0: I mean, I yeah, I was so surprised that she... I mean, she didn't just flat out acknowledge it. She she like owned it. She's like, yeah, I was really cruel to her. And when you find out what she did, you're like, yeah, you really were. Like, were you a mean girl? Like, did Ronnie have a reason to be mad at you? Like, I kind of yeah. wanted to know, like, if she had done something to Ronnie uh, to spark that sort of animosity. Because I mean, some of what she said and did was wasn't exactly, you know, a misunderstanding. Yeah. It was just like flat out aggressive. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, even even
1: after all this time, people like they don't forget how you make them feel. So they still remember.
0: Well, that was the thing that I kind of that was super relatable. I mean, she just had her 50th high school reunion. But yet those people, 50 years later, they're still the same high school cutout that like she remembers, like the people they were in high school, like that is who you will forever be. And like your other like classmates, mine, like that's just who you are. Yeah. I love how she kept
1: saying she needed to make friends. yes (laughs)
0: I I thought it was cute how she like how she kind of fell into that friendship like Darlene so easily that they just sort of like you know like no time had passed 50 years later they're still kind of similar like they could just pick up where they left off that was cute to me but then like the one time she tried to socialize like she chose the wrong lady to socialize (laughs) with like the town gossip who shows up late left her with the bill (laughs) I'm like maybe you should just stick with Darlene (laughs) It just shows that like navigating friendships regardless of the age can be hard. i mean i I remember googling so i'm originally from massachusetts and i live in dc and i remember like how to make friends as an adult like typing into google but like the auto filled the thing like i was not the first person to google at (laughs) that's what i thought of like she clearly was like she knew the area the location but she didn't know the people in the location i mean she was kind of an outsider even though she knew to some degree, which i thought was interesting kind of Way to play it. Like, she, I like how she even said with the cops, like, yeah, he doesn't know me. He wasn't born yet when I was here. Oh. <laughs> like, she was an outsider.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I loved her. Oh, it was so fun. This was a good pick.
0: I was just looking down. I love how, like, I'm not even looking at the notes. I'm like, yeah, we talked about this. We didn't talk. We talked about that. I mean, <laughs> I've been waiting to talk about it. I was just like, I love Mickey. <laughs> like, I need to talk about her. Okay, one character. I'm going to go with character. Okay. Cal. One of the scenes I totally related to was when the house was broken into. She was looking for her cat. And I'm going, that's how I would be with Max. Like, I would be mm-hmm. like, I don't care about my laptop. Like, where's my baby? <laughs> like, running for the dog. Like, I was like, oh, thank you. I thought the cat was adorable.
1: <laughs> I love cats and cozies because, I mean, even in real life, they're so... Independent and like they're such a character of like you are you belong to them. That's how cats feel to me in books. (laughs) Like, take it or leave it. Like, I run the world. You're just like my human. And I loved her cat.
0: <laughs> I mean, I thought it was so cute how, because I talk to my dog like he understands me and will respond. I'm looking over there because after he jumped off my lap, he had to go hide the treat, even though he finished it. I'm not going to question that. I'm just going to go with it. So, like, I talk to this little guy like he understands every word. And I will do the same thing that she did in the book, where like I'll ask a question, even though I know he's not going to respond. <laughs> <laughs> like I totally related to that so hard, mm-hmm. and I don't have, like a writerly perspective. That was really brilliant because you're getting her thoughts without having that inner monologue. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she had fun with it. So it wasn't just oh, let's do like the Mrs. Dalloway and have you know, or I'm looking at this now, I'm doing that. Like no, we're talking to the cat. Yeah, <laughs> some somebody's listening. <laughs> I mean, I was so concerned about that little. Well, as soon as you saw the door was open in the book, you're like. Is Cal okay? Did he, they, they steal the cat? Did she run away? I mean, that, I was, so great
1: that was kind of intense for me. I was like, I don't know why I didn't expect this to happen,
0: but I didn't expect this to happen. I forgot his name like the husband's goon at one point I was gonna kick the cat and I'm like how dare you like you are the- like again like I think this guy would totally be the killer like he didn't kill Tiffany but like he killed somebody like <laughs> you do not hurt the animal and cozy he's like
1: not okay you do not play with animal harming in books okay that's no.
0: A no-, <laughs> no like I literally was reading that and like again Max was asleep by my feet and I was like no I need to give you a hug now because I need to you're okay <laughs>
1: I still so bought up when the cat flood the kitchen. I was driving when I was like listening to the, that
0: part. And I was like, wait, who flooded the kitchen? And I had to rewind it. I was like,
1: the cat.
0: <laughs> I, lo- I thought that was so funny. Because again, you usually think cats and water, they don't want it. But she's like, no, no, no. We want the water coming out of the faucet. She wants a drink from the faucet. <laughs> I'm going. Okay, this is like Max. Like this is a little prima donna cat. Like he's my little prince, and he knows it. Like this cat is like I'm the queen of this house. And If I want water, I am getting my water. Right. <laughs> oh, he threatened Darlene's dog too. Yeah. Oh, that was the animal he was gonna kick. Oh, that was what it was. I mean, yeah, he he didn't like the cat when he went to her house, but that was what it was. I'm like, you do not harm animals and cozies. Like you just no. <laughs> If you do like that person better be the killer too. like that person better go down. (laughs) Can't do it.
1: I loved it. I loved it. So I mean, how many like writer cozies have you read? Do you think?
0: I think that there have been a a fair amount. I mean, I always love it's so funny too, right? Because I love baking cozies because I can't bake. Whereas when it comes to I think writer ones or reader ones, you have that kind of foundational knowledge as a reader or someone who's, you know, studied the, you know, writing craft. I mean, so it's a little different. I feel as if I can pick up on things like, oh, I relate to that. Or that's why I'm like, oh, well, did she have a certificate? Like I kind of wanted more insight. Whereas if you tell me you're baking cupcakes, I'm like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. Like, I'm just going with it. So I want to say I've probably read a handful. I mean, as I'm looking over there, I mean, I think Julia Buckley's writing retreat one is great. But there's also a few others. I mean, I also just finished the uh, Alison Brooks one where there's the librarians. I I just with Carrie, which was really cute. I'm trying to think what other other writing ones off the top of my head. Have you read a lot or no? No, this is like besides the Julia Buckley. This is it. That's why I was
1: like, okay, what else is out there? Because it's just something about like writer story I love it in romance too like it's just like my catnip I don't know why and I was wondering like are you able to like read them and take like the writer brain off I feel like with baking cozies they're like kind of an escape and it's like delicious food descriptions but like when you're reading a book like this and she's like editing a book is
0: your writer brain on (laughs) that's what like yes and no I mean that's also why like I also think Mickey is a little bit more critical and this is also why I think I would have a very difficult time editing is because like I would just I, I have like this thing where like I just want to give you like my heart and my like all, like give you my everything where I'm like I would never have the heart to be like oh your book is like terrible we will not publish it like Mickey was very much like no like she has this problem this problem this problem and I was like if someone said that to me I'd be like in a corner crying <laughs> like, like she just was like gloves off like I think that she's also a different Again, he's barking at something. I apologize. Yeah. I think that she shows like one type of editor or one type of you yeah. know person in that profession. Whereas there are others who are more, you know... Yeah. I was going to say easygoing and like, okay, like, let's try and do this. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's see if like another treat will calm him down. He's underneath the bed too. So I can't even like grab oh, his letter. Yeah. He's, hiding, he's hiding the other treat. <laughs> Elle
1: said, writer brain never turns off. I believe that.
0: I, I was going to say, yeah, I saw... You guys are gonna get to see I'm wearing the pajama bottoms. I'm wearing my little cozy shirt. It says cozy season. Yeah, so it says cozy season, but I'm wearing pajamas. So if I stand up and grab the books, you're probably going to see the little, the little pink. (laughs) (laughs) So I have the Julia Buckley ones right over here. But then I also like, there are a whole bunch of books that I think are really great. So I think I was because originally at one point, I was gonna be able to interview Julia Buckley. But the timing, I remember like this was probably like a year ago, almost now, probably should follow up with her again. My computer had crashed. I wasn't able to do the live stream that day. So I just reread the entire series. So like I'm full five stars, fully recommend this series. I was going to say, which one's the first book? The one with the car, like
1: driving up the driveway.
0: So I was going to say, I grabbed all of them except the first one. (laughs) (laughs) So her writer's Apprentice Mystery Series, the series, it will look like this. I will totally recommend this. And then I think there are also ones that include references to writing, or just people like writers. So mm-hmm. we all read this one, Last Gun Standing, and I'm like, I think writers love notebooks and stationery. So like, you just relate to this one, even though it's not writerly. <laughs> 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 like as soon as she opens a stationery shop, you're like, I am here for this. Like, I, I need mean, all write. notes and pins. <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. Exactly. <laughs> like. <laughs> even other things like, even like bookstores too, because I feel like all readers are writers. Like, I mean, or writers are readers, excuse me. So like even ones when it comes to like bookstores, I feel like you still are like, got your little writer mentality going. So I think there are a lot of ways to kind of incorporate people who want to be authors with the reader life and Cozy. So as I hold up this one too, I'm like, this one's cute.
1: I <laughs> love, oh, one of my favorite uh, Cozy's is Crime and Poetry. By I love power. Love <laughs> those books, like, they will like fall off the shelf. And they're like, the bookstore is helping Violet and Grandma Daisy solve the murders. and I love it.
0: <laughs> so you just reminded me as I like put the notebook down and I'm looking around, like I had the book and I know I got distracted by Max. It's over there. I'm going to grab it. <laughs> and so Farm to Trouble came out today. And so someone who comments tonight is going to win the first book in her new Cozy series. Oh, the- Let's see. Yeah, A
1: Dark and Stormy Murder. That That's it. That's it. I love that one.
2: I'm also looking like, oh, what other cozies can I like pull back? To? Like this one's brighter. Like, oh, that's cute.
0: Do You want to touch the treat? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> that is so pretty. So, so, thanks to uh, Poison Pen Press, one person is going to win this book. do you What are you upset about? You have everything. Yes, I was going to say, I just saw someone comment. The plot is murder. I have that over there too. V.M. Burns, she's phenomenal. She is such a talented writer. I love her book. I love it. I love seeing Amanda Flower love. I love her. I figure I might as well just grab her books as I'm down here traveling.
1: (laughs) I need the third one. I have never seen it in the bookstore. I need to stop being lazy and order it.
0: So this is the other one that you're talking about before V.M. Burns. (laughs) Okay. This book is amazing. I'm like five out of five stars. I love this book so talented mm-hmm. and then these were the amanda yes. Flowers. i love her she's my Auto-Buy, cat. <laughs> she on my autobuy like will always recommend a lot of times now when people dm they're like oh do you have any recommendations for getting into cozies i'm like yes i do here you
1: yes. go <laughs> i think that's such a good one to start with it's oh like my gosh. new york i love i love how like i think it's book one like grandma daisy's the suspect <laughs>
0: Has like others, this woman is so prolific. I'm like, she probably doesn't know we're talking about her right now, but I'm like, she has all these books, <laughs> like the Amish one. She has this one for matchmaking. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like yeah. you are so, I mean, she writes across the board as I'm looking at the cover. I'm like, she writes different settings, different characters, mm-hmm. like bow down. She is cozy queen. She's incredible. She wrote, she published one for Hallmark last year and
1: I thought it was really good. I hope she keeps publishing yes. them too.
0: Well, this is the latest. So one lucky person is going to win this one. So comment, comment, comment. <laughs> this was, yeah. So this was one my, like the TBR for the longest time. And it's still like one of those, I still need to read it because I know I'm going to want to just sit down and just read it entirely. Like I'm not going to want to get up. I'm just going to want to enjoy it. <laughs> like, cause yeah. that's how, that's how it is with her, like for her books and me. And then, cause you're talking about books with writers. So again, Kate Carlisle, she probably most famous for the, House renovation. I'm totally blanking on the name. Jewel and Hallmark is the actress for the series. So she also has. Oh, this oh, one right right. <laughs> <laughs> she, I was going to say, she has another series as well that has to do with, you know, being bibliophiles and loving books. So I just wanted to grab this one to give that a little shout out. And then Harper Kincaid, she is always popping up over on the Twitter and the Instagram. Charming oh. When Tipsy is her handle. This one, she is a book doctor, so to speak, where like she's fixing the character is fixing books. It's incredible with that. You're like, Oh my yeah. gosh, we're preserving literature. This is great. So I just wanted to grab this one and give a little shout out to Kill a Mocking Girl. Kill oh, Mocking Girl. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's why like, I'm like, okay, even if it's not about writers or, you know, getting the words on the page again, like I feel again, all writers have this love of literature. So I'm like, this is relatable. <laughs> like this yeah. one is true. I was like, like, made a mess. Like, oh, I'm going to grab this book and then this book. They're all like right there too, within arm's reach. I'm trying to
1: think of the one that I, I know her last name is like Silverio. I think it's like a, I also like, it's a book club series. I'm blanking on the title. I only have like three of the books. I love those. I'm like getting into like the book club series type cozies. I haven't read them yet. And I, like, they're really hard to find. And then I really like home renovations, like, when they're That, haunted.
0: Was, the one, that was the one I was trying to, I was like, I know, she, I'm like, she's renovating all the houses for some reason. You gotta love how, like, I'm, I was teetering on the title, but I just wasn't. Well, there. I know, like, I have one series, it's by Juliet Blackwell.
1: But the other one is, like, E.J. Copperman or Cunningham, something. I like I never see them in the bookstore. So I literally only have one book and it's on Kindle, but like, I want more home renovation. And then like the skeleton series.
2: Oh, um, Leah Perry. series. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that You gotta love how like, I'm right on that one. I'm like, I know exactly which one you talking about with that. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I was gonna, as I look over, like I have this sort of funky looking bookcase. I'm like, I have all my Christmas ones over there, but I have like a lot of baking cozies. Like I'm pretty sure this is just all food-related cozies over there. <laughs> so how is the
1: the Ellie Alexander baking series?
0: Yeah, I, I was gonna say I think it's really cute because she kind of because I commented and she's like that's what I was going for. I was like, this gives me Gilmore girl vibes. And she goes, that's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> so as soon as she said that, I was like, okay, I'm here for the Gilmore girls. Like, yep, I, yep, me and my coffee. I mean, when it comes to baking, I'm st- my H- Hannah Swenson is my girl, Joanne yep. Fluke. Like, I mean, Kensington picked it up. I mean, I'm always going to be like a Hannah girl. She's a go-to. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I go yeah, read the books. book in that and I need to go back to it. But it's like, oh, it's
0: kind of a long series. <laughs> so um, like, I, mean, I was like, I'm trying to remember the title. What is it? Salt, uh, Sugar and Spice or it's something about the spices. Leslie Budowitz, she has a series that's food related. Again, a phenomenal writer. Totally wholeheartedly recommend her books. Maddie Day has a series where she, you know, has a lot of food in it. (laughs) I was going to say Leslie Budowitz is another one where like, I kind of think she's not like a slips through the cracks because she's won the Agatha award. Like she's a well-known author, but like she doesn't always get like the credit she deserves with that. I'm like, that is a phenomenal series. (laughs) Like shout out to Leslie. (laughs) Like, I'm like, if she's not on your TBR, like you may want to pencil her a little bit. (laughs) Somebody
1: mentioned Julianne Lindsay. And yes, I read (laughs) the first book in, is it, apple cider slang yep i loved that book <laughs> i don't know what this little guy wants <laughs> a beer series, the spice shop mysteries
0: okay Thank you. i know i you know, home, like this sugar is it spice like what is it and then i was trying to just think well amanda flower she when she has her amish series they're making candy like it's still kind of baking like i'm there for that <laughs> a salt and pepper. Oh, I love this title. It's super cute. She has a whole bunch of, she has a lot of fun. There's one it's, it has to do with chai. Chai is in the title. I'm trying to remember the pun, but every time I hear it or I see it, it always makes me smile. Cleo Coyle. Oh my gosh. I signed up for the audible plus I'm going back to the beginning because I want to go through her entire coffee house series. Like that is one of my things for this year. That is on my like goal for like go through the entire one because now that I have the audio, like. For some reason, though, the first three books you gotta buy, but then the rest of them are included. So okay. I'm gonna buy the first three and then I'm there. <laughs> so <laughs> I am there Cleo Coyle, Coil because I started reading her series, I wanna say three or four years ago, and oh. I read the first two books. And then I just, you know, got busy or just didn't follow up. So now I just wanna start from the beginning and just keep going. <laughs> I wanna <laughs> so, read that one. I wanna read that one. It, it was a good book. And I think what she does that's super great and different is her her characters are sort of in the city. So it's not the small town cozy, but she makes a small uh-huh. town feel. And that's one of the things I remembered from the first book. And I think has come up with, uh, you know, talking to other cozy authors. They'll sort of cite her. And if you go on Wikipedia, like her series is referenced under cozy mysteries. And then if you go on the cozy mysteries.com website over there, whatever it's called, <laughs> you know, she's got some of the top books up there. So she's one of the queens of cozies where, you know, she's kind of pretty high. Yeah. yeah, I like,
1: jen mckinley has a hat shop series and the heroine's from america but she goes to like i think london and i was like oh it's like a big city cozy it just felt really different and i, I think it's the only one i've read that like wasn't in the state and
0: it, it totally crazy. just reminded me i'm to, i'm blanking on the character's <laughs> name but elementary she read by vicky delaney i'm pretty sure the character is british and then she comes to america and she's trying to get the British slang. <laughs> And and with the American vernacular, I'm going, this is interesting, but you just totally remind me of that. And again, she owns a Sherlock themed bookstore. So for all our, you know, bibliophile friends over there, another good one. I got Vivian Chen right over there. She's an auto buy for me. I love her.
1: little shop. I saw, I've seen those. I've seen like that. I saw one that's like PTA.
0: (laughs) I I got that over there too. (laughs) I got all these books over there. I'm like, and you got this one, you got that one. I mean, the and I'm,
1: section in the bookstore is like so dangerous <laughs> so dangerous
0: it's also so colorful like yeah. it's just eye-catching and the titles again they just make you smile you just want to pick them up <laughs> i mean this is the thing so when you get on those arc lists kensington will be like which ones do you want of this list i'm like I have to, say, I'm like the list. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be greedy, but like the. Really the one, list. like this one, this, like you, I, again, I, I would never be like, I want the entire list, but every single time, every single title, I'm like, that all looks so good. Yeah. And then I have to kind of take a breather and go, okay, be a good girl. <laughs> yeah. Every single time I'm like, I want all of them. I, just so
1: well, I think that, I mean, I think they're fun to read all year, but like my favorite time, like the one, like, I will save ones I'm really excited for to read in the fall because I just feel like they are perfect for the fall season.
0: I think it's called Pink Lily. That's where I got my cozy season shirt and the one I wore last time it said stay cozy. They have one that says, you know, autumn blankets, fireside coziness. And like, that's exactly what it is for fall season. You want to put on your Uggs, have your chai latte with your pumpkin scone and just enjoy the cozy reading like that is what that is to me. This is why we get along. <laughs> like I'm like, <laughs> we're on the same like mindset wavelength. Like we're, we're there.
1: <laughs> oh, thinking of like kind of food. I, I don't know if this is the only series they put out, but it's BB Haywood's like a blueberry series set in Maine. I hauled all those books at one time <laughs>
0: I, I was like, realized I don't the- have all
1: of them? I'm gonna get
0: them. <laughs> I just realized where the other ones were. I just realized the first book for some reason. Here's the first book. It was behind me. I put the cozies over there behind me. But they were in shot. This was the first one. But, and and then this was the Cleo Coil. She has her holiday. Like, I also love when they do the Christmas cozies. Those always make me happy. Because that also to me feels like you're going from the autumn into the winter. And it's got the cozy vibes. Like it just carries over. But the reason I remembered was because you just reminded me. Bait and Witch. I love the titles. But there was one. Because you, you made me think of the subcategory. The Garage Sale Mysteries. Oh wow! Uh, before the college admission scandal issues yeah. arose we had our uh, Lori Laughlin <laughs> Hallmark series <laughs> still, but, like the books are still coming they're still great I don't know where my little tangent digression came with that but that sort of just jumped out of my head with that one but you had me thinking that because of Hallmark and we also have Real Murders of Tegard Teagarden Hallmark she's always making new books gotta love how I'm like there's all these books okay Bait and Witch that
1: made me think of What's the one that takes place in Savannah and it's like a magical something shop? Oh my gosh. I don't know what the author's name is. It's like a, almost like a 10 book. Yes. What's that?
0: What's that? I don't think it's this one, but I was like, I'm like this one. I'm trying to remember which one's set in Savannah. What's it's I think it?
1: like a witch series too. I think she finds out like she's a, she moves there and she finds out she's a witch. Oh, is this Heather Blake? Thinking of the series that I have on my shelves, that I Bailey
0: Cates. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. I, we read that book. We read the first book in that series. Oh my gosh! I think I'm gonna have to go back and like reread all the books that we already read. <laughs> oh, the broomsticks. That's what it is. As it's yeah. on the floor. <laughs> As I'm looking cool. down, like yes, it's right there. Oh, Nancy J. Cohen. I also she's she's awesome. I was like I was so happy when I got to speak with her. She wrote her uh, Killer Hair series. I was gonna say just throwing out like a random subgenre. That would make you a beauty salon. I think I only
1: have one from this series, but it's Carol, Carol Perry. And it's like hot, like it's Salem, Massachusetts. I think she's like a newscaster or something
0: like I that. Feel like, I feel like we read one at one point for the book club. Him and his treat. He really is trying to, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't know where that
1: treat ended up. I have Liz Ireland's Christmas one that came out last year.
0: You totally just got me. I saw the Nancy, J- I saw the Nancy Coco one. Death Becomes Her. That's also great. I love that. It makes me think of the movie with her.
1: Yeah, well, I want to read Perry too. I have the first book that I haven't read.
0: Oh, I know what it is. He knocked over one of the, the bookends. <laughs> 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 oh, do you already have the winner for tonight? picked out? Or are you? you- I, <laughs> I was like, Dude. every time I go to shot, he's like, I'm going to buy. So what I'm going to do is every single time So what I want to do is every single comment, I'm going to, once the video renders, I'm going to write down everyone's name for every single comment and then randomly select the two winners. So one person is going to win the um, (laughs) Long Island Ice Tina book and another is going to win Farm to Trouble. Yeah, so I have that one on the floor. And then the other one you had me think of was um, It Takes a Witch. That's why I said Heather Blake. I love that cover. Yeah, so I was going to say, if there's any other thoughts you guys had about crime and punctuation, I love how like I was like, let's just, talk about the cozies. I was like, was there anything else before Like, really? <laughs> You're so adorable though. Like I don't even look down at my notes when it comes to you. I'm just, we're just having the conversation. I just so excited to talk about it and <laughs> cozy
1: because I don't ever really get to talk about cozies. So this was Well, fun. now you're
0: just talking about romance. Like that's what you're, that's what you do now. Like that's what you are. You're the romance woman. I love it. I love it. But I have so many, like I have, I, if
1: I find a series that I'm interested in and like all the books are out, then I have to buy them all because like sometimes, you know, Barnes and Noble, they'll have like the first three books and then no books in the middle and then book 10 and 11 and 12. So I'm like, if I see them, I have to get them. So I'm trying to do better at reading all the series that are on my shelves this year.
0: I mean, I will admit, I think when it comes to cozies, Part of me is always like, I want to start with book one, I mm-hmm. never want to pick up a book in the middle of the series. The one time I've done this thus far, was literally what, a month or so ago, it was lethal and lace, it was book five, but it was the only one available in the audio subscription with Amazon. Usually, usually, though, I only read the first book. So like, when I go to the bookstore, and I see, oh, this is book 10. And, and they don't have any other, you know, they don't have book one, I'm going, okay, I'm gonna have to get back to you on that. So I think that is somewhat problematic for me in my cozy reading, because when you go to a bookstore, they don't have, you know, books one through 12, or if it was Hannah Swenson, that would be like an entire, like two bookcase, two bookshelves right there. So, I mean, they don't do that. So I think that might be one of like the drawbacks for me when it comes to trying to, you know, stay on top of your cozy reading, because every so often you'll see a book come out in a series and it's, you know, the seventh one, it looks awesome. And you're going, I haven't read books one through six though. (laughs) I have done
1: really good. Like, if it's another, if it's a romance, I'll jump into the series wherever because it usually like doesn't you don't miss out on too much. But with cozy mysteries, I'm nervous. I'm like, if I pick up like book six before book one, I just feel like I'm gonna have missed something.
0: You're playing catch up, and I know because this is the thing too, right? When it comes to cozies, that I think is great with this, you know, this subgenre of mysteries, is that every author tries to make it so you can read each book as a standalone. But I do think you miss out on details when you pick up the next book in the series, like when you pick up book five instead of reading books one through four. So with that book, Lethal and Lace, the the guy she ends up with, you know, he literally proposes to her in the first couple of pages, but then you find out he was her ex-husband's divorce lawyer and you're going, there's a story there that I totally just missed out on. Like I I need to go read books one through four now. So that was like, you could pick it up and understand, but you didn't have the full context. So I did feel like I was missing out. I'm like, all the comments are popping up. It's so hard to keep track of them (laughs) all. You guys are amazing. I love this book. You guys are so cute. Are there still used paperback bookstores? I don't know. Well, I mean, they do exist, obviously. But I mean, with COVID, I don't know how many of them are still opening their doors right now. Yeah. I think that's part of the issue, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Here we have like half price books and they're, they're open back up. And that's nice to see. I was really worried about used bookstores for the longest. It's nice to see that they're still open.
0: No, I think that was one of the things with COVID where... there there are a lot of really great secondhand bookstores, but it's really hard when, you know, you're trying to keep your doors open, but your people don't want to go out, people are staying in. I mean, the amount of ebooks that are being read, I mean, in five years from now, when they release all the numbers, I think it's gonna be fascinating to be looking at, you know, the spikes that occur with different genres (laughs) of authors. I mean, as long as people are getting books, like that's also the other thing, too, as I see people saying yes, I'm one of those people who are like, however you get books, whether it's through the library, you want to listen to them on, you know, through audio or whatever. I'm just happy when people are reading the books. Yeah. That is one thing that I miss. Like the, my library is doing like I can
1: check out stuff online and then I go pick it up and they give me a specific time. I have to call them when I'm outside. They'll set it on the table and I have to just go. And I'm like, I just want to come
0: in and walk around so bad. <laughs> so you give me like the, this sort of like wanderlust feeling because this woman, I don't know what your cafe system like I don't know (laughs) what cafes you visit but her coffee houses her pictures are phenomenal and I'm always I got this longing because the coffee houses in my area I don't leave my apartment that much like I don't hardly ever leave and so I haven't actually gone to a cafe and just sat down just to take you know pictures you know read the book take some photos like I haven't done any of that in the longest time and then I see your photos like I miss going to writing I was miserable. Like when
1: COVID first kicked off and like everything was closed, I was miserable. Cause like as a mom going to the coffee shops, like the one thing that I do by myself. And so once they started opening back up, you can't go without, you can't enter without a mask. They only let like so many people in and I go like right when they open before they get busy. So I'm like, that's just become my system. Like if they open at eight, I'm going to be there at eight. (laughs) I'm usually- person in there for like 30 minutes and it's just nice I love
0: it I see those photos and I'm just like the longing that I feel when I see them I'm like I miss those days because I realize it like one of my friends was like you know she's like you need to keep posting
1: them because not a lot of places coffee shops are open and I was like I didn't think that and I was like you know what, you're right.
0: <laughs> the one that I went to that was my favorite in my area, it was always a very small sit down area and it was Wi-Fi free. So you weren't supposed to have your computer open. It was just meant to sit there, have conversations, or just sit there and read and just enjoy the moment. And so again, oh, yeah. as someone who always feels like my brain is always going, like it is ridiculous. It's very hard for me to relax. So I would go there because I knew I couldn't open the computer and I would just have to, you know, sit there and enjoy the coffee or make my little notes or whatever. And so now you you can just go and get your coffee and leave. They don't have the sit down options. So when I see your photos, I'm like, oh, I miss the days. (laughs) (laughs) Do you do a lot of writing like out and about? Well, I mean, I think part of that too, with that process, at least was I've been working on this dissertation for the longest time, and again, there's been some more recent hurdles which I will not divulge fully. Like once this process is finally done, it's gonna be like I'm gonna be running around. I'll be posting videos, being much more, you know, involved. It's just been it's been packed <laughs> But that was the whole thing though, too, right? Like, you know, for me, it was getting away from the dissertation and being able to like turn that part of my brain off and not worry like, oh, I gotta be, you know, doing a lit review. I gotta be researching this. I gotta be reading this, you know, article. I gotta be reading that book that someone recommended. So for me, a lot of it was like getting away from the work because my apartment, like it is ridiculous. I got my office and there's just academic books. I mean, my my dissertation is on the romance genre fandom. So I have like all these tabs and stuff in the office and I I have to close the door at night. Like I have to close the door so I like don't see the books with all the notes. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm like I, I should be like, Add anything in since Bridgerton happened? I mean, well, at this point, I mean, I, I'm probably gonna be able to add a few more things yeah. because the process is again hurdles. <laughs> so before the final, you know, version okay. is submitted, I'm probably going to add a couple paragraphs at least because Julia Quinn. I mean, this woman. I mean, you got to bow down yeah. to this talent. I mean, she definitely was able to create something and that series came out at the perfect time for people with Netflix, like wanting the happily ever afters, wanting the positivity. I don't think I can ignore that because a lot of what I'm saying in the dissertation is why people are reading romance and people want the positivity. And like, that's exactly what you didn't let people have.
1: So I mean, what everything that you've been working on is kind of leading up to like, and here we go. Perfect example. (laughs)
0: Well, it's so great when I wrote something and like, again, it hasn't been put out into the world yet. And I'm like, and someone else just said this. (laughs) I was like, you should have just let me submit this to the library now. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Again, trying to smile like smile through the pain, like not bitter grapes. Like I'm just happy, like it's getting into like the fandom is getting, you know, the recognition, the credit. I mean, that's all I really cared about to start with. Anyway, like my project started with the stigmatization of the genre, so I mean, if we can help eliminate that at all, that's great. I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be upset that someone else beat me to it. I'm like, yeah, go Bridgerton <laughs> like, like, do, like, do what you're doing right there. Keep going, get that award. I cannot wait to hear about the finished product
1: because you've been working on it for a long time.
0: I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm gonna be very honest at this point, I think the final product is probably gonna be more reflective of the committee than myself. So mm-hmm. after it's done, I'm probably going to come back out with something and post it on either my website or like do some like short blog posts or something and just show like what I was doing and what I originally wanted because you know, once you have a committee and outside influence, it's really hard to, you know, stay true to your original goals. But I mean, I just love the genre. I love the fandom. I just, you know, wanted to shine a light on it. So again, trying to stay positive, like there was a reason why I started this study, you know, there's a motivation to finish it for that reason. So... So shout out to Bree because she was one of the first people I interviewed. <laughs> like when you first started Instagram, so first started BookTube. Again, this is how long I've been working on this dissertation, people. This woman, her Instagram is ridiculous. She has exploded. I interviewed her when she like just started. Wow! Look. <laughs> I was like, that is how long I've been working on this project. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine
1: Angela. I would be over it.
0: <laughs> that I mean, so that's the thing, though, too, right? Like. I think because I care about what I'm researching, that's why like it's hard, to, like you know, to not give up on it. You're like, yeah, I just want to see this through because yeah. at this point, I do have the research. And again, I'm being very honest. Like this is something I probably, <laughs> you know, it wasn't it wasn't gonna reveal, but like I do think the end product is more representative of the committee than my intentions. But I'm gonna, I'm still gonna stick to it. I still think it's worthwhile, and I still am gonna have the data that I gathered, and then I can do with it what I will after the fact. So just yeah. gonna see it through. <laughs> Yeah, it hasn't been the easiest process. (laughs) But you know, I'm going to see it through. Like, I mean, there's, there have been more recent hurdles that I haven't discussed publicly. And, you know, you can probably see like, my Instagram and stuff has probably been like, less active and whatever, like I I haven't been posting the, you know, individual videos that I have been like, I've just been doing the cozy mystery book club live streams once a month, like this is my YouTube life right now because everything's been so dissertation focused. So, I mean, this is part of why I think I enjoy the club too. Like this gives me a break to go read something different, to actually, you know, talk to people who love books like I do. You know, I get to step away from everything. So it's, it's just, you know, it's wonderful. I love being able to like do this and not have to worry about anything else.
1: <laughs> We're rooting for you, girl. You can Take
0: the time you need.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean... I know my mom probably will check out this video at some point, like, you know, I got to give the family credit, shout out to them. Like if they hadn't, if my parents haven't been so supportive, like, you know, finish it, do what you got to do. Like, you know, that's been a really big deal because I've had every issue known to man with this, <laughs> with this program I've had issue after issue, after issue, but like, I'm still, I'm still here. I'm still, still going to get it done. You know, that's all you can do. Right. Keep working, keep chugging along. And eventually, hopefully,
1: and like you said, it's a topic that you love. And I think that people don't, realize that it is something worth studying and like researching and looking into I mean there's so many aspects to the genre that one could research and study and I just I can't wait to hear what you come up with
0: as I'm like smiling like oh one of the things with the literature review, so I'm studying the romance fandom and a lot of academic studies that have been done have been on the content, not the people consuming content. So Uh again, I'm a communications major. I'm not studying English language. I love my grammar and cram punctuation, but (laughs) I'm I'm studying the people. So it's different. And there hasn't been a lot of studies done on the fandom. And so I have a lot of popular references, you know, popular presses or, or, or books that were not necessarily academic. So I got a, I got dinged for not having any academic uh, citations for the fandom. I'm like, but they don't exist yet. That's why I'm doing this. <laughs> so, okay. so some so of it you know, has I been, been a little...
1: Like, you got to defend that. Like, this is why I don't have that. Okay.
0: So it, you know, it is what it is. So again, like all the more reasons to be like, let me go read a cozy mystery, like let me go relax, let me go like, you know, this is why I think I love going on the cozy Instagram and seeing what people are posting. Again, I think there's something about this club where like you guys just brighten my life. Like you make me smile. You know, there's something to it when I see the photos of people with, you know, posting crime punctuation, I'm like they posted it they're reading the book. This is so great. You know, like I was having a really bad day a couple weeks ago because again, hurdle, won't divulge into that, but it was always great to Again, I got to see the photos. I'm like, they're reading the book. Like, you know, this club matters. So it's it just, you know, it it really does brighten my day in that way. Yeah. <laughs> as as I, I, was, I was
1: like, reposting the pictures that you posted today. And I mean, I kind of look at cozies like I do with romance. Like yeah. anybody who I love people that are like unapologetic about what they love. And I think that anything that is like cozy or, you know, like, relaxing that like brings people joy is so easily dismissed and I was just like I I love what the book club stands for because it's all all about these cozy mysteries and they're just so fun and they're they're a really good escape (laughs) I mean I I don't know I tried to read literary fiction a couple of years ago and like no shade to it but it was not an escape okay
0: (laughs) no I mean even so, again, I'm advocating romance, but you know, I I, I realized, you know, I, a lot of it is lately like I just want to reread old romances because every so often you'll pick up a romance, you're like, this is this character's backstory. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like I picked up a romance novel, and all of a sudden you're like, okay. Like there there are a few things that like, I'm trying not to, you know, it, it wasn't a bad thing. It was just all of a sudden the heroine's attacked by you know a bad guy, and you're like. Nothing happens, but she—it's still on the page. She gets away, but like, I didn't—I didn't want this. Like, I don't need this right now. (laughs) I'm like, well, I'm like, let me go find. That's why, again, I've been reading more cozies. I've been trying to post some of the reviews lately. And so I was like, let me go back to the cozy, or let me go reread this old romance. Like, I want the fun, I want the, I want the calm. You know, the other day on Twitter, I didn't comment because again, I'm, I just, I read stuff. Sometimes someone said, oh, let's have you know more on the page violence with cozies. I'm like, that's not what cozies are. No, <laughs>
1: I'm like, I'm like, that's it's not what cozies, I are. Need cozies. I couldn't do too much of the violence. I
0: can't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> i saw the person on twitter was like they had this whole thread about maybe having more on the page relationships come to you know come to fruition i'm going but that's not cozies you know yeah. i'm kind of like going in after like in my little like pull up the shirt like i want to hide you know like that's not what cozy mysteries are so like people who read cozies you read them for a reason like we get yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah see yeah lighthearted, you know it's a great escape. so yeah you don't want on the page violence you don't want on the page like if you if you want that you pick up a different book a different series a different you know whatever so I just saw that I'm going but my cozies you know (laughs) like my crew gets it
1: (laughs) and the cool thing like so especially if it's like small town cozies it's like it's kind of that reminder that even if you live in like the idyllic small town Mm -hmm. you never know what's really going on
0: I mean, I think it's always kind of nice, too, though, like you always have that validation that, you know, justice is served, you know, the bad guy is going to, you know, go to there's going to be, you know, penance of I mean, again, usually it's a murder mystery, 99% murder mysteries, you know, they're going to jail, you know, the good triumphs, your sleuther, who's usually a woman, you know, she has agency, she's being able to do these things. A lot of cozies, they have their own businesses. I mean, I think that there's a lot of positivity Regards to you know representation, I mean even the book we just read tonight, right? You know she's like we're not a size two. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she says she's twice the woman she used to be. You know I love it when Cozy say like yeah we're like I am a size twelve, I'm a size th- like eighteen, like uh, you know they they're different races, ethnicities. Like I love what cozies stand for and how they show women and all these different roles. It's just it's so great. I'm like getting really you know like excited like with the hand motions over here. Like I love them. <laughs> I mean, and sixty eight
1: year old. i mean i I remember the last time i read a book with a main character that was 68 i loved mickey
0: (laughs) no i mean it's just it's this is what i mean like it's just inspiring to see like yeah she's starting her own business (laughs) she you know she's doing what she wants to do she's again she has agency she's going out there she goes to the interview too like she's looking into things she takes it on herself so i think that's also really sort of inspiration like yeah like if you want to go do something you can do it maybe yeah. not go look into emergency
1: <laughs> in life i mean at any time in life you can go for it i love that
0: i mean it, whether you want to be an editor i mean i love the ones where you know there's what was it she was writing a book on the side and she decided to do writing as her I'm totally blanking, but she was probably, she wasn't a silver sloth. She was probably in her 40s, but she's going, no, I'm going to write my book now. I'm going to do this. And so I kind of thought that was really nice. Like, yeah, she's owning her passion. I love, that. I love it. It's never too late. It's never too late. <laughs> I mean, I still love Agatha Raisin, and like with her TV show. I mean, this woman, she's, that actress, you know, she's kicking butt. I'm going, you know, she's not, you know, 21 year old size too. Like she's, I mean, she's beautiful and she's in shape, but like, again, she's older. I think that's great. You know, showing women of different ages (laughs) instead of being like, we're going to be prim and proper. You know, we don't age. We have no lines. We never, you know, you're never beyond the, you know, sample size. I have never seen
2: it.
0: Which one? Agatha Um, Raisin? Oh I mean she's still beautiful. I mean she she probably is probably like a size 4 but like her name's Ashley Jensen the actress. She's on Acorn TV. So you can get the subscription on Amazon. I think it's 4.99 a month, but a lot of times they'll do like the free they'll do a lot of freebies where like oh you get to try it for 30 days. Okay. And so you can you can probably binge the season. <laughs> like you can binge them very easily. <laughs> the other one for Acorn TV that I recommend is Queens of Mystery. That is another one showing women of different ages the main character, she has three aunts and she has one aunt that's a writer. She has another one who's this former rock and roll woman. Oh, what's the third, the third one. She's in, I think she's invested in theater. And so again, like different women, different ages. It's great. I recommend that one too. Acorn TV. Okay. As I'm like, along, like I've seen that. And that one, I think that there are six episodes in total, I'm pretty sure. And it's only one season at the moment. So that can be a quick binge, but it's worth it. It's a good okay. one.
1: I'm going to look it up.
0: As I look down, the thing love Queens of Mystery. There's there's also the theme song. Like I, I tried to find the theme song for iTunes because apparently like I'm that person who wants a theme song. As <laughs> <laughs> Queens of Mystery is a good show. <laughs> and I'm like, high five, Stephanie. I'm like, we're on the same page. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. As I look down, I know I was, I'm just chatting with you. I'm like, all the comments, they're popping up. I mean, you guys are so amazing. Is there something else about the book you guys wanted us to talk about, touch on, whether it's about the book or other books that I grabbed apparently, <laughs> or ACORN TV? I mean, I don't think you go by the goddess anymore, but it used to be Brie the goddess. As I'm like, no, I got to angle. I'm like, how do I angle this? Be like, Brie the goddess. <laughs> any questions for Brie? I mean, any things that, you know, want to pop up before, you know, the end of the night or I lose my voice which ever comes first?
1: <laughs> I just like seeing that, like, everybody seemed to like it. That made my day. I like seeing that everybody seemed to like it.
0: Everybody seemed to like Mickey. I was so happy. As I'm trying to remember, like the first one. Yeah. So it was uh, Killer Chardonnay for last month. And then I love how like I'm blanking on January's book right off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. Book. like, oh, yeah. I love how like I'm forgetting like next month. Yeah. So Killer Chardonnay was the first one of our four books that we read. And everyone loved that one too. And it's so great to see like the book club choosing the books. Again, these four books were high. They were recommended again and again and again. And so to see people enjoying the books that they really wanted to read, you know, your heart just has to soar with that. I mean, that is amazing. Yeah. Like people are
1: enjoying this it. Really Release is coming out that you're excited for? Like Cozy Mysteries coming out this year or like in the next couple months?
0: Oh, I was going to say Kensington sent the list. And Kensington is my go-to. I love Kensington. I also mm-hmm. love Prison Pen Press. They're amazing. Kensington will send the list of books. That's why I mentioned Kensington right off the bat. So they'll send the list of books. So Ellery Adams has a book coming out April 27th, Murder in the Cookbook Nook. (laughs) That is one of my new favorite titles. And then Amanda Flower has another one. Again, like you got to bow down to this woman and her talent. She also has one coming out April 27th, Lemon Drop Dead. She
1: is a beast. Her and Ellery Adams and Ellie Alexander and Like, how do these women sleep at night? They just... I have
0: no idea. Like, do you sleep <laughs> like, without books? <laughs> like I'm dozing off, but I just got a book idea. So let me go. Write it. I remember there's another one on the list that I remember I saw where I'm going, that looks amazing. I think there was another one. Oh yeah. So yeah. Murder. She edited for our, yeah. So the fourth book is coming out for this series for crime and punctuation. It's murder. She edited and that's coming out July 27th. Oh. So that one's coming out. And then I'm sh- as I'm scrolling down the list, There was one where I'm pretty sure it was the first book in a series where I'm like, oh, I'm going to make note of this. Oh, Two Wicked Desserts. There's um, a Halloween mystery coming out in July. So I might have to put like a little asterisk like keep this on the list. Oh, I remember what it was. Carlene O'Connor. She has Murder and Camara. And so that one's coming out too. I think that's the third book in her series. She has the Ireland, it's Ireland series. And then Murder and a Teacup.
1: (laughs) I got a Carlene O'Connor. It's like a green cover. Yeah,
0: she wrote the Ireland one. Is it? it, Yeah, she has a couple. That's like an Irish. Is it a bookshop? Irish bookshop or something? I'm trying to remember. But I remember I like it's over there somewhere. And the dog is like being weird. So I'm like, if I go try and take that book, I'm like, it's not. (laughs) We're going to get barked out again. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of books coming out. Oh, (laughs) Lee Hollis has one. Death of an Italian Chef that just for some reason like the titles alone like you gotta smile so there are a lot of books coming out to be excited about I'm gonna have to keep up with them on NetGalley because
1: they kind of like give me free range with their NetGalley but I'm like probably the world's worst ebook reader you guys
0: <laughs> but... I, I don't do NetGalley anymore because I wouldn't be able to read it in time and my score was going down because they always try and keep track of who gets access to what and when you post it. So. I, you know, it was one of those, I don't want to be that person who just says like, Oh, you know, four stars. I just want to get my rating back up. Like, I yeah. don't want to do that. <laughs> but yeah. I I'm bad, like, I will
1: forget. And so then like four months down the line, I'll be like, Oh, let me get on neck alley. And it's like five reviews that I'm typing up. And I'm like, I, they are probably like, why do we give this girl access? <laughs> but I mean, I try, you know, <laughs> just,
0: I'm a little late. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they put expiration dates because if they did, my rating would be zero or something. Yeah. like It would be ridiculous. Yeah. Like, there's always a super delayed reaction. I think one time, too, I got approved for something, but I didn't know it. I forget if it was, it might have been an Avon book I had put in to get, to get access to one of the books. But I didn't know it. I never got an email or a pop up no. or something, but like I didn't know. And then eventually I read the book and I had purchased it. I don't know. Again, this is probably I haven't checked NetGalley in months now, as I say this, like months ago or the last time I probably did. I saw it. I was like, oh, I can do a review on this one, even though I didn't use the NetGalley. See, I'm glad Tracy says NetGalley is the best. I think I think the one thing with NetGalley is you get to see what's coming out and then you can get excited for it. Even if you don't read it on NetGalley, you can say, oh, this book has this, you know, this author, this book. Yeah. So you your calendar, like, cause you know, it's like, it, is,
1: it can be discouraging, but I tell people like, be careful what you wish for, because before you know it, you're going to get approved for all these things. And now you got to read them and review them. And I'm a mood reader. So like, I may ask for it and it may take them three weeks to give it to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, now I'm not really in the mood for the book. <laughs> so-
0: but, yeah. I just told you I was rereading my old favorites. You know, sometimes you don't want to take a chance either.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This year has been like, I have been mostly reading backlist titles. So I'm like, I need to stay off in that galley because older books have, have just been it for me this year. So
0: I don't know what it was. I was going to say, I, um, again, I started using the Kindle app a long, long time ago. Obviously, I'm um, you know, I got little lines around my eyes. I went back to the beginning of my Kindle library and I was reading books that I had purchased, you know, when I first got Kindle, and it was like the first time I was reading them. I had no recollection. It was, it was yeah. like reading them for the first time. It was wonderful. <laughs> didn't wow. have to spend any money. I already had them. It was great.
1: <laughs> oh, good
0: night, Lady Giswell. Thank you. I hope oh, you found his treat. Oh, so sweet. I like the little bone emoji. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> I know he's probably gonna. He's probably wondering, you know, why mommy's ignoring him at this point. So. <laughs> He's probably being like, but my, my nighttime walk, mommy. Again, I do the voices. Like, I imagine what he's thinking. I imagine what he's saying. So, when are you all meeting again? Like, what's the next meeting? So, I, can yeah, I, was, uh, I was like, let me open the book. So, next month is, so next month we have Murder in G Major. And so, for March, we have two guest hosts, Stephanie. Richards and G. Ann Epstein. So we have two guest hosts next month. And these women have been involved in the book club for the longest time. And so mm-hmm. I love you. You're great. I, I was so excited to see the names pop up with the uh, Google survey. So I posted the, or the Google form, excuse me. So I had asked people to fill out the Google form to show interest, because I didn't want to put people on the spot being like, will you guess how, like, you know, if someone's camera shy or something. So when I got to go through the Google form and see who filled it out, I'm sort of just doing it in batches. So I can repost and reshare the Google form. So if you are interested, you can go fill it out this way. I know you you, you might want to be a guest host in the future. You can also choose the months. I was so happy. The reason why I'm pointing at like Bria, I'm like, she filled it out. And I think you chose two months and I was so excited. Like she chose February. I need a guest host. And I know her. <laughs> right. I was like, the timing in line. So
1: like, if you still have a, if you have a month down the line that you like, want me to come on, I would love to come on.
0: I was so excited because again, I posted the form and I don't want to make people feel pressure or you know, I don't want to be like, you know, on the lookout to see who's answered. You know, I don't want to be like refreshing it every couple you know, once I start to do that, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so I, I waited until, I, you know, I'd waited probably like a month to go check in with the form. And you were probably, I think the second person, because Ben was the first person who filled out the form and you were the second. I'm like, she filled out the form I'm so yeah. excited because I wanted to ask you to be a guest host, but I know you're so busy. This woman, I mean, I... I don't know. So you're... you're I'm not
1: as yes, I may look, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's a mom of... You have three children, I believe. Yes. Like, she has three children that she's taking care of. She's raising a family. She's yes. in school. She, her Instagram is, you know, amazing. So you got to take those pictures. You got to edit and everything else. You're reading. I was like, I don't want to put her on the spot and make her feel like, you know. So I was so happy to see your name pop up. So yeah. like... I'm shout out. I was like, thank you for filling out the form and being here.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. I signed up for two. So whenever you need me to come back for my second, just let me know.
0: (laughs) I was gonna say, right? Like you were the second person and so you like so Ben had he, I think he clicked off multiple months. And then I saw you said February. I'm like, oh my gosh, I already have my first two. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> <It's her. Hey. laughs> I was so excited. It's so funny because her title is Falling for Romance. I was there when you first started reading romance. And so I was like, oh, she's she's romance. It's February. Oh, and then this book had no romance in it, but I liked that. I was just like, I was so excited. I was like, February it is. So I was so happy that you're able to do this this month. And it's also been the longest time since I got to chat with you because yeah. I can see your beautiful photos when my Instagram is behaving itself. We're not going <laughs> to get to that, but like if I ever accidentally unfollow someone, just just let me know and they will fix it. She was one of the accounts that my Instagram unfollowed. and I was so mad when I saw that. Oh but husband. Husband. and like <laughs> the way the algorithm
1: works, you're just like, <laughs> did someone so stop posting? And then you go look, it's like. No, like they're active all the time. It just doesn't want me to. See it. So it's it happens.
0: Because I hadn't seen any photos for, for a while. And then I saw, I was like, I'm following her. I'm like, I get to see her photos now. Instagram, behavior. I see her photos. So, I mean, you're incredible. Like, I don't know how you... <laughs> i'm like i'm like i don't know how you live your life like it, like you're an inspiration so i'm so happy that you're able to join us this month because now i gotta go look up the other month that you'd selected because now i'm curious because i don't remember off the top of my head <laughs> but yeah i was like if you have any cozy mysteries on your tbr or any other things that pop up i'm like you're gonna have to
1: get in the i'm gonna send you when we get off of here i'm gonna message <laughs> you like my shelves like these are the books that i couldn't think of while we were talking
0: I know, right? Once the video art, uh, again, I'm going to go through because YouTube is really funky when it comes to comments, like they pop up as the video goes. Like this is why it takes me a little while to sometimes, you know, get all the comments for the giveaways. The next time I go through the video to do the comments, I'm probably gonna be like, okay, I'm going to make a note of this, this book and this book. So <laughs> it might even take me a little longer to do the giveaway if I do that too. But yeah, because there are obviously like a lot of books that were referenced and I have, I have shelves to, reorganize because I was just grabbing things after a certain point. So yeah. I'm like, I think that this was really, it was kind of nice to talk about different books in addition to the book of the month. Because sometimes we just talk about the book of the month. And I mean, again, I love that. I mean, last month I was like gushing over Killer Chardonnay and I would have kept gushing over it forever because <laughs> it was such a great read. But yeah, it was kind of nice to talk about additional cozies in addition to crime punishment. I just had to pick
1: your and like everybody's brain because I don't we <laughs> really get to talk about cozy mysteries. So thank you guys for having me and letting me you know, ask questions and get recommendations and talk about Amanda flowers. and
0: <laughs> I, I feel like we kind of need sure it's like Amanda Flower crew, like the cozy okay. mystery crew of Amanda Flower. like have See, kind of when
1: of I saw, like her hallmark book, like it sold out the day that it came out. And I'm like messaging her on Instagram. I'm, like, I'm trying to buy the book and it's gone. And then as soon as Barnes and Noble got it in again, I was like, I was there. And I was like, I'm dying. If you have
0: a book under Hallmark. <laughs> so. She also seems like just the sweetest little human being too. Yeah. I, I, I love her newsletter. If you guys aren't following her newsletter, she's just so sweet. I think the last one she had a soup recipe. I mean, again, here's this woman who's writing all these books and she has these random inclusions and she has this Etsy store where she has handmade crafts. And I'm going, how? I, I, and she also has really adorable cats. You yeah. mentioned you like cats. Oh, cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Follow her. how do you have time to write <laughs> flowers i don't know <laughs> i feel like i need to make a list of women for booktube for bookstagram for writing be like these are the women i aspire to be like women's month with women's history <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. like. I mean, again, I got to give her credit for being able to, because she doesn't just write a lot of books. She writes a lot of great books. Yeah. And she has great characters and great stories. There are some authors who, you know, who, who find a formula. And like, if you like one book, you will like all the others. But, it, and like, that's great, but she doesn't do like, you know, none of her stuff. I mean, yeah. every single thing is unique unto itself. Yeah. So like bow down (laughs) bow down I was like give you all the gold stars for your shirt like if I was the teacher like you get the gold star (laughs) but you guys are so great and I kind of got you guys are amazing for joining and reading and being a part of the book club I mean I didn't even realize like how long we've been talking I mean it wasn't until the dog was like pay attention to me where I was like hey wait a second thank you for having me thank you you're welcome welcome anytime with us thank you i know thank you guys for joining next month is murder in g major i already made the youtube link so you can add it to your watch list i will reshare it if you haven't signed up for my personal newsletter i I always feel like i'm pitching but i'm not i always include the links and references to the books and where to find them in there which is why i'm referencing it plus i have a bunch of um freebies i was (laughs) i was doing this earlier i have all the freebie links and stuff i really wanted you know so if you sign up you have access to like all the Mandelas that I had created, cool. um, all the cozy bingo um, cards, just everything cozy. I really, you know, tried to do a lot for you guys. So if you want to subscribe, please do that because I will include more information, additional giveaway information and so much more. I always try and do that. I only send it out once a month on the first, the first of the month, every month. That's it. There are some authors who do, you know, daily. I'm not going to do that. I promise. You can add that to your watch list. And I'm trying to think, I feel like there was one other thing. So next month, Stephanie and Jan are going to be the guests. And then April, Bonnie and Victoria are going to be, again, we have two guest mm-hmm. hosts. After that, I was going to ask if you guys can start thinking about books for May, because once again, we're going to have to start doing the Twitter polls because we only have two more books on the uh, TBR. So got to start thinking about what other first books in the series you might want to read. So please start thinking, mulling that over. There's no rush. Two months away, but just start thinking.
1: Cannot wait can't wait to see what they are.
0: I know. I'm always so excited because people will find books that either slipped through cracks or were older that I never saw or books that had just come out. Or, I mean, it's always great to have people who love cozies recommend, be like, this is a cozy I want to read. You know, I think yeah. that's great. So I can't wait, you know, just start thinking and I can't wait to see you guys come up with because I know it's gonna be great. Please check the Twitter account and Instagram for the winners for tonight. Yes, because I'm going to go through the comments. It's going to take me a little while because clearly y'all are amazing and we're killing it tonight with the comments. So once the video archives, I'm probably going to do it tomorrow. might take me a little while, but please be sure to check the cozy Instagram and Twitter for the announcement because sometimes when it comes to YouTube, I can't find people like, again, people don't have to have YouTube accounts to... Comment oh. for you too. So sometimes it's difficult to find the uh, Instagram handle or the Twitter handle. So please be on the lookout to see if your name gets posted because I want to make sure I can contact you so you get your either Amanda Flower or Ellen Byron book. So yeah. be on the lookout Good for that. Everybody. Good luck. <laughs> and a huge thank you, Virtual Hugs to Brie. I am so happy and so thankful and appreciative that you joined us tonight. I mean, you're just, you're. I adore her. So, again, if you are not already following her across platforms, please do so. She's incredible and she's also the kindest human being. You know, it's it's, a, it's one of those things where some people are so talented, but you're like, you're talented and a good person. Like, you're just the complete package. So, just shout out to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm rooting for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I know. I, I love the Cozy Club. You know, I kind of got a little emotional. I was like, nope, i going to stay composed. I mean, your well wishes, I mean, they, they really do mean so much to me because you know, this is as I'm getting emotional again, you know, I, I love this club. I love being able to celebrate books with people who share my love of literature, who, you know, enjoy the same books that I do and celebrating books, you know, about women by women. It's just, it, it's a wonderful feeling and I love being able to spread the coziness. So just thank you guys for joining us. And this was your Tuesday night. So thank you for spending your Tuesday night with us. Like you guys are the best. So hugs yeah. to you too. Bye everybody. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Cozy Mystery Book Club podcast. I hope you enjoyed our discussion of crime and punctuation. If you'd like to join a live stream event on the day it occurs, please mark your calendar for the last Tuesday of the month. Each and every month, the last Tuesday of the month is Cozy Mystery Book Club Day. At 7pm EST, you can join myself and a special sleeping guest live over on my YouTube channel, Books Are My Heart. Heart spelled H-A-R-T in honor of my last name. Until the next livestream event, there's always something else occurring for the Cozy Mystery Book Club and all of my fellow soothers. The second Tuesday of the month, you can join your favorite and soon to be favorite Cozy Mystery authors over on Twitter. You can tweet with them live using the hashtag CozyCornerChat. Every month, the featured authors will be on Twitter live, ready to interact and talk about their personal writing habits, their reading goals, and so much more. We also have the Library Lovers Mystery Buddy Read going on. The goal is to have the Book of the Month read by the third Tuesday of the month so that you can tweet or post over on Instagram using the hashtag sherlockhamsters. You can use that hashtag anytime though to discuss anything and everything Library Lovers Mysteries and I'm always working on other fun things to do with my sleeping family. I cannot tell you the number of Instagram posts I have ready for y'all. I cannot begin to explain the number of Instagram photos I've taken that I haven't shared with y'all yet, and the the behind-the-scenes things that I'm really excited to share very soon. Until the next livestream event, I hope you have fun reading, writing, and sleeping. You truly deserve all the happiness in the world, and I really hope cozy mysteries help brighten your day and bring a smile to your face. Wishing you all the best in everything you do. Please stay kind and creative and have fun reading, writing, and soothing. Until next time, stay cozy.